Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. And it's a brand new day, Leah. Good morning, everybody. It's Happy not morning. Tuesday. Well, that's true. Well, maybe they're listening to us in the morning. Happy maybe day, whatever it is you're listening to us. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. And Leah, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, It was good. It was quiet. You know, just the four of us at home. You know, family had to cancel because of, you know, all the crazy in the world. But yep. it was good. How about you? about the same you know we hit out here just at my house um just real real small and i think that's pretty much the baseline of a lot of people and some people didn't you know some people traveled um still and this these things will you know you can't control anyone and what their actions are but um right um yeah it's it's just a strange year no matter what side you're on um oh for sure and i i just that's kind of how i feel right now and it's been so weird and um yeah, so anyway, I had turkey, and I sat here, and I made fancy cocktails and stuff. So. There you go. Sounds uh, yeah. like a win. But yeah, um, that's before we dive into this week's episode, as mm-hmm. always, this episode is brought to you by Venga CBD. Uh, Venga is, with, without a doubt, um, my favorite CBD company I've met, worked with, talked to, and believe in. Currently, they have an amazing Cyber Monday deal going on. Mm-hmm. Up to 50% off on all products available. They have four flagship products, including super gels, gummies, balm, and their newest lineup, the energy drink. Um, The purest CBD out there, guaranteed to be WADA safe, made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes. As always, we are bringing you a code for 15% off with code BROCR. Um, Check them out. Try their stuff. Now's a great time. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we've got an interesting episode this week, uh, but we before do. we go into that, there's, there's been interesting things just happening in the OCR world. And before we, before we dive into an awesome episode, I want to talk a little bit about HeartFit. Yeah. So we've mentioned them several times here on, on the show. Um, anyone in the Midwest area has probably personally experienced, um, the HeartFit Flatliners, um, team based out uh, just outside of Illinois, uh, Chicago, Illinois, um, Ryan Hart. We had him on the show. Um, and, you know, today is Giving Tuesday. We are recording this on Tuesday. And we are seeing such a need now more than ever of supporting small businesses and giving. And Unfortunately, um, it was announced this week that the HeartFit gym is one of the latest casualties to COVID. 
um, and they are uh, forced to shut down one of the two buildings. Um, for anyone who's been out to Hartfit, uh, basically it's set up two separate um, buildings that are, you know, I don't know, 100, 200 yards apart, um, full of obstacles. And um, because of financial hardship, um, Ryan has made the decision to try to salvage what he can instead of hanging on till it's too late. Um, and they are having to close one of those buildings, um, therefore forcing them into a much smaller area. Um, he is going to be um, selling off the obstacles um, and is looking at condensing the gym to a more focused um, the functional fitness, deco training, um, just kind of maximizing as much space as he can to, to help people on his mission. Um, so devastating news to, yeah, to the flatliners, to strong Oak, to people who train there regularly. Um, and it just further emphasizes just the, the, the it fallout sucks. that this is happening. Yeah, it's terrible. It just sucks. And we we love this community and i feel like that community the flatliners and the oak team and the there this is kind of like you guys are a big demographic for us mm-hmm. for everything that we've done and made and you got all those listeners and our followers and our friends up there that we that we've put off the line this year um guys my heart bleeds for you it um it sucks it yeah. really freaking sucks and speaking of giving tuesday and this community um Ryan's wife, Crystal, um, against his wishes, let it be known, he is not in favor of that, but um, she did start a GoFundMe uh, for for the gym, for Ryan to, to keep going what he can keep going, and um, what is absolutely incredible is that Crystal posted this last night around 10 p.m. or so um, with a goal of raising $1,000. Yeah, and they're well literally, over 2000 now. No, they're over, almost 5000 now. <laughs> oh, my stars. It blew up. They hit that 1000 goal in about an hour's time um, due to the generous donations of people in the community, people who train there regularly, people who have only been there once, people who just know Ryan. Um, just an amazing display of support with this community. Um, we will link that GoFundMe in the show notes. Um, so that if you want to give back anything you can, can help, um, please do so. Absolutely, guys. There, as I said, you guys are what makes the sport in the community. That's that's why I feel I'm here is for that community and these people that love doing crazy and stupid things and with each other and having fun and building that camaraderie and build it just, it, yep. it's going to be interesting to see the next moves. Um, so if you can reach out, um, you know, send us some love, send us some money, um, do what you can, uh, and be part of that community because mm-hmm. that's that more than anything, being part of this family in this community and it's, it's how we grow a sport it's how we grow up as people and it's it's just so important especially right now especially absolutely right now where we are so yeah yeah well um, speaking of heavy. change <laughs> and right that was heavy but speaking of change and evolution you know when one door closes and you know looking at brighter things in the future is it actually totally gonna happen enough? leah 
It is. is. I'm so excited. So we've been kind of quiet about the rumors revolving Battle Frog. Okay. So Um, as soon as it came out, though, we're going to tell fun stories here, though, because as soon as this all started, my phone lights up with Kevin Jones. And Kevin Jones, (laughs) if you guys know Kevin Jones, because some people probably don't. Uh, he yeah. is the corporate CMO, right, Leah? Of I think that was his official corporate title marketing at one point. Officer. Um, and, but I programmed, as soon as he took that job with Battlefrog, I mm-hmm. put his work details as he is the head battle weasel. <laughs> <laughs> and every time now for the past like five years, every time he calls me, it's Kevin Jones, battle weasel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. But so Kevin calls me from battle weasel headquarters. And mm-hmm. he's like. He's like, dude, what's going on? I'm like, I was like, I don't know if this is real or not. <laughs> what? I mean, because we've it. seen over the years, April Fools, Battle Frog's coming back. Well, I mean, people, right? There's no like quicker, you know, heart response than than teasing diehard OGs about the Battle Frog. Exactly, and it sucks, and we're just like, oh, is it happening? I don't know. <laughs> and, and apparently it is happening, apparently and we are going. so excited. It's we happening. were, yeah, we were able to bring on Garfield Griffiths. We've had him on the show before, but now we're bringing him on as head battle frog boy. Head battle frog. How many frogs do you think they're going to have to battle? I don't know, but Garfield is leading the helm. He has made it clear that the buck stops with him. Um, and we deep dive in deep with him about plans and what this next year is going to look like and answer all the questions that I think a lot of us have. Yeah, without further ado, uh, let's dance, Leah. And we are back here with old-time friend Garfield Griffiths, worked for every industry under the sun, and <laughs> his own bacon race. Garfield, how's it going today? Hey, it's going good, mate. Good. Yes, I am a bit of a, a bit of an industry whore. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> well, welcome back to the show. The last time we spoke with you was shortly after the uh, successful race down in Jacksonville with Spartan. Um, yes. You were able to pull something off in Florida when, you know, very few other other races were happening. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden we think you're with Spartan and things are rolling along. And we hear these murmurings and these rumors of something coming back. And lo and behold, your name gets attached to the return of Battlefrog. Yeah, apparently so. So, goodness, question. For for the record, before we get going in this, I'm going to say that as soon as that started happening, people started calling me and messaging me. And I said, this is just a prank by Matt Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Most, yeah, uh, yeah. I think he well, had to he had to um, predicate a lot of his posts about it. Like, no, no, seriously. <laughs> well, we've all seen over the years, you know, these these April Fool's jokes and rumors of Battle Frog, you know. And what Jacob and I mentioned last week in our episode is the shocking realization that there are so many people in the sport now, is. right? That are in the sport, that are active pros and whatnot. Weren't around and didn't get to experience Battlefrog in the first place. Four four years in this industry, with the industry being what, let's call it ten years old. Let's not get right. into Mr. Mouse and all that. Four years out of ten, I mean that's fifty percent of the industry almost. That has, yeah, you're right. Has no idea what the uh, the Battlefrog was. Yeah. So from a racing perspective, I will say that I was definitely hardcore into Battlefrog when we had it. 
Um, I was one that chased it around and got the series points. Leah huge, was a battle huge whore. fan. I was definitely a battle whore for Battle Frog. Um, <laughs> and what we saw with Battle Frog was tremendous innovation, tremendous growth, and eventually one would say that was its downfall. That it kind of exploded so quickly, was everywhere all at once. Hell, they even sponsored a a football bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And then they were gone. So. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. So, okay. All real things. (laughs) Right. So I know that you've been involved with all the race series at some point. Were you involved involvement with Battlefrog the first go around. Yeah, so I can I'd like to categorically point out I had nothing to do with them going from 12 races to what 600 every a million every, right. a million every year. I certainly had nothing to do with them spending untold millions to sponsor a college football game mm-hmm. uh, as well. So um though and you're right, they all those things did definitely contribute to the downfall. Um there's a lot of other things but I'm not going to go into it, you know. Uh, my original uh, thing I was brought in by uh, Don Mann, who is the original uh, CEO. He was brought in by the the investors and the founders. Uh, there were three founders and there were three Navy SEALs. They started the idea and then they found the investor guy that came in. And then they brought in Don. Uh, Don brought me in with Mark Barber uh, and a couple of others. Um, so I was originally kind of the race director slash, I mean, there's so many titles, you know, race director slash uh, director of race operations. So my job was to kind of study and figure out the core format that we were going to launch because I was there before we started oh, okay. races in 2014. So I did a lot of studying on the Coronado obstacle course. And we know obstacle courses. There's the standards and everything. But we wanted to try and get it a little closer to the military O courses, as they call them. Yeah. Um, and what we did there was we kind of made it fairly raw. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they want all the fantastical stuff, you know, Savage and that they do amazing stuff with a really cool and innovative obstacles. And yes, we wanted to do that. We had the rigs and stuff that came a little later on. Mm-hmm. But we really wanted people to grind out that kind of uh, race because that's what, mm-hmm. you know, the Navy SEALs don't start spinning around on wheel world and stuff like that. You know, when right, they do it. right. So there was, a, there was the carries and the, the, the heavy stuff and the mm-hmm. lots of walls and things just to slowly grind you down was kind of the concept that we were going for and mm-hmm. then obviously we had tsunami that big obstacle at the end so you still got your like yep. climb up the walk wall and slide down into a big old pit and we had the huya which was uh the one with the four big tubes that you slid through into the water yep uh that was that was an accident that one was not meant to look like that but we had a <laughs> i had to kind of change that one at the very first race in atlanta so the original plan was that that was going to be kind of a swing across a pit of water, like a rope swing. Uh-huh. So we built one side. We built the platforms up, the big thing that you climb up onto. You were supposed to grab the, the rope, but then the other side of the pit collapsed as, oh, we were no. building, as we were building it. So I was ended up with a pit with one side of this amazing platform built. And I was like, crap, what can we do? And I saw the uh, we saw the tubes. I was like, grab those tubes, put them up here, and just have people shoot straight into the water. And then that's how the who came worked. about uh, yep. by accident because the other side of the pit collapsed and we couldn't put a platform there. That's <laughs> one of the obstacles for them. Yeah, 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 it was a good one. I'm going to try and figure out how to do that as we come back. But 
So yeah, in a nutshell, uh, that was my 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 job was to help build all those initial obstacles, get the course and the the concept of the launch together, uh, which is what we did, and to you know get it off the ground at least operationally. Um, so that was my job then, and unfortunately, it started to go south. I had some reservations. I'm not going to go into detail. Reservations mm-hmm. about a few things. It just started. I wasn't feeling the way it was going. Um, mm-hmm. As to say, a lot of chiefs, not too many Indians, was m- probably my best. Mm -hmm. most diplomatic way um so i decided uh to step out uh at the end of 2014 and you know go about my merry way and then they went and did their thing yeah so they continued on and you know battle frog was one of the original you know the original race i would say with the notion of this mandatory completion with hard obstacles fans of her burpees baby we all had the t-shirt absolutely like that was the thing and you would stay at the rigs you know when they came on board and you would stay there for hours fighting to try to keep your band and it became a badge of honor and it was a big deal and we've seen the industry evolve but i would definitely attribute that to battle frog i appreciate that so Definitely um, one of the one of the prouder things that we did. I just had a notion that was like, you know, if we're going to give you our prize money. You need to do our obstacles. And that was my logic. Mm-hmm. Um, plain and simple. You know, it's an obstacle race. If you can't do the obstacles, I'm not going to give you prize money for coming in first. Right. Um, and I get it. I, and I get the burpee thing. Obviously, you know, I've been with Spartan for four years. I love Spartan. I love the industry. Yes. Um, I am very much OCR United. Um, so yeah, so they, they have the burpees and it has a place and even, you know, within Spartan, some people, mm, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we've started a few penalty loops, uh, that we did. Jacksonville had a penalty loop on yeah. a specific obstacle. So, you know, the, the industry is ever evolving and actually Adrian from, uh, a, a W uh, and I talked in 2014 before, cause he was toying with the mandatory obstacle thing as well. So it was uh, him and I that had a, had a conversation. I said, well, I'm going for it. I'm going to see what happens. We're going to do it in Atlanta. And then. Yeah, yada, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that was, uh, I, I stand by that, and we'll be doing that again. That's that's going to be coming back, definitely. So there's a million different questions. So first of all, Battle Frog is, is back in some capacity. And I think back to when, and once again, we're going to go into the, we're going to go into the archives here. Um, you know, when you redid some stuff with CMC. Yes, it, so you you brought back that one race for CMC uh, for people who don't know that that's civilian military combine. Was that like 2017, 16, I think? Uh, that was 16. Yeah, I was with Savage for Savage and OCRWC uh, with Adrian and Savage for about a year in 2015. Then I went over to CMC. Yeah, that was a great concept. I just did mm-hmm. it again. It was just terribly managed. <laughs> so right. we one are we looking at another year's salary to put a race on? Are we looking at another reboot like a CMC, or are you thinking this is more long term? Well, this is definitely uh, they, they're definitely looking long term. Um, the, the things so the the big the big changes, um, you know, uh, are the fact that it's uh, it's new management. I mean, now sure. one of I'm one of the <laughs> higher ups now, not just the race director. I'm actually controlling kind of the operational stuff um, and overseeing it to try and avoid some of the mistakes that were made last time. Sure. Um, but we will avoid. There's not no no try about it. Um, 
But uh, we still have the three founders, the three Navy SEAL founders. Uh, the CEO is uh, Hector Delgado, a very highly decorated uh, former Navy SEAL. Um, mm -hmm. He will be there more because he represents the Navy SEAL Museum and the Trident Foundation. So um, he's going to be there really helping us with the charity aspect, which kind of got lost a little bit with the last Battle Frog. Um, and that was a big sticking point for myself and a few others there. It was like, you know, we need to support the charities more. We're pushing that we're supporting needs to be more of an emphasis, if you will. It you know, became very corporate. Right. Battlefront became hugely corporate. Uh, and some of the message was lost. And that was part of my you know, problem with it, with a few other things. Mm -hmm. So this time, it's huge that we are going to be supporting those charities. And, and Hector is going to be to be managing that. But as far as the actual race, I mean, from everything from marketing through to web development to graphic design, I'm going to be basically not doing it because I only have like 17 heads. <laughs> I will be helping manage all of those departments uh, with my team, which is Alan Ajoy, who you may know. Yep. yep. He's been in the industry for a long time. Um, and uh, Dean Joyce. Dean Joyce was the, uh, I think he actually ended up being the COO or definitely the director of build operations. I may have yeah. the, the title incorrectly, but Dean is back. Dean is a highly, highly decorated Navy CB. He was a master chief, which is basically as high as you get before you get wings and a halo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that guy is like, he's done it all. Um, I think he's like 40 years in, but he is back. He is an, an amazing individual, an incredible leader, and uh, he will help us, uh, you know, logistically make sure we can get it off the ground. Um, let's just say um, in a more packaged and sensible way. We're certainly not going to be coming okay. out with 12 to 15 races in that first year. Uh, I Go know it's that. I've seen the chatter. Okay, so when are you come to Texas? So when you, right, right now, I can say here officially that we are coming up very small right now. We're most probably just going to hit stay in Florida for that first year, 2021. You know, we're coming out of COVID. Um, there's a whole lot of there's a, there's a whole shitstorm. We don't know what's going on. So right. you know, we don't want to just do what they did last time. And say, all right, we're going to put on 30 races across the U.S. because that will just crush us. We'll be done. Now, the original Battle Frog, the yeah. format of the races, um, the, you know, there was an elite race at every, at, at the race, which consisted of two laps of the course. Yep. The open wave was one lap, and then there was a BFX, you know, endurance option. Yep. What are we looking at? Are we seeing a same, similar format, or are we changing things up? So right now, uh, we're going to have a 3K bubble race, uh, which features a ball pit. No, That's sorry. really nice. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, tutus, no. of course. <laughs> um, so a lot of the, uh, we, I mean, we, we are going to bring back the same stuff. There's going to be some tweaks mm -hmm. on, on, on our business model and how we do it. And it's just something I've discussed with my team. Um, but we are, looks like we're going to go, the original format, I don't know if you remember, way back, was a 5K option and a 15K option. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you got the uh, starters and, you know, uh, then they went to an 8K for everybody and then it got confusing. I thought it got confusing because people were doing the double laps, as you say, and then if you're double yep. lapping, but if you're not doing a double lap and you miss it, you, uh, you know, so right. we're going to go back to 5K and 15K to uh, not separate. Obviously, we build two courses, but uh, the, yeah. obviously the, the 14, 11K of it will be different. Um, uh, BFX is coming back. I think BFX was a huge brand. Uh, I just, Absolutely. uh, you may know David Moore. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. David, well, David and I, we were kind of heavily involved in sort of the, the BFX stuff mm -hmm. at the very beginning, just before I, uh, made my exit. But uh, mm -hmm. David obviously ran with it and did very well. It's a small brand. 
But um, like uh, like the hurricane heats and all, you know, WTM, it's a smaller but way more ferocious social media crowd that do the BFX yeah. and all these uh, more intricate races. So I think it's a huge thing that we should do, even on a just on a marketing standpoint. I mean, these people make a lot of noise. So we're yeah. probably pushing that for Sunday. That's going to be Sunday at the first event, which uh, just so you know, first event will be Miami, uh, April 17th and 18th. Okay, so two day events. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you're looking at the main event being Saturday and then the endurance on Sunday. Yes. Okay. I think that's really important right now, especially with, and we have to rethink these models right now after everything that's happened with COVID. Yeah. To be able to bring in people like that and um, get the numbers to make it, and you've already built this thing. Let's spread it out over two days here. And right. and get the most out of it if we can and split these people, which are, like you said before, two entirely demographic, different mm -hmm. demographics and sets here. Yeah, uh, this is interesting. I was honored enough, you know, to date when asked what my favorite race of all time was. Um, I was lucky enough to be one of the hundred and so people that did the BFX 24. Um and well, you're right. Uh, well, in that case, Leah, uh, you'll be happy to know that the first race on April 17th is at the same venue on the beach. Oh, I was that was one of my questions because that venue is amazing. Virginia Key Beach Park. We are back there. That's where we're going to do it because it is, as you say, so spectacular. Ironically, it was my last race for Battle Frog was the BFX in December 2014. Not the BFX, the, the 5K we did there where we floated an obstacle in the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, that is so cool. That is so we cool. Called it, we called it the Water Weaver, and it was basically uh, utility poles attached to two pontoon floats either side, uh -uh. and you had to swim up, go over one utility pole, under the water, and under the next one, over, under, That's over, under. Awesome. And um, I love that. That venue is without question one of my favorite venues. You had on a five-mile loop, we had. In the woods, yep. technical running. We had on the sand on the beach. We had in the ocean. Yes. Um, it was just an incredible venue. Um, so that's exciting. And I know that people, you know, who it, it's funny, you know, we have these people who haven't been introduced to Battle Frog yet. And we have these other sector of people that have been introduced to Battle Frog, but may be on the fringe of exiting the sport. Um, and I think that the resurgence of this brand may be what we bring those people back in. Okay. So here's, here's the, not the big change and I, and I don't want to, to, to put off, but you're right. There's a lot of people who don't know what we did. A lot of mm -hmm. people who haven't heard about it. A lot of people who have heard about it uh, mm -hmm. and who did it. And you say, those are the, the rabid core people. So um, mm -hmm. we, now you mentioned this before and I know it was a badge of honor, but you mentioned people standing for hours on end at rage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ripping their hands apart and being completely I will be honest in my personal I'm not a fan of that I think good me either I agree, <laughs> I agree. You gotta keep the I, going. that was one of my disagreements when I I mean I was already out of uh, Battle Frog at the time but right. when I was you know, watching from 30,000 feet and doing my thing I was like that's I don't agree with that I think you can't crush people I get it people love that some people just want to do that and of course that's right. great and I will say that for our elite heats we are going to go to the um you know, the, the harder lanes, we're going to figure out the way to have your open lanes and the uh, the elite lanes. I mean, the mm -hmm. open lanes, they can they can use the elite lanes if they want. Right. Elites have to use it. Um, so it will be uh, it will be it will be more difficult. But I am definitely not coming out to completely crush people. We need to get new people in. 
So we are going to be, yes, it's going to be, I think, tough but doable is one of the uh, taglines that we're throwing around. There will be I think that's great. Yeah, that's the plan. We want to bring people back and introduce them. You know, I would rather get, I hate to say it, you know, I would rather get the masses back than than just sort of, I mean, it's great. We're going to make, trust me, we're going to make you hardcore guys happy. You're going to have a great time. We're going to beat the shit out of you. But (laughs) you're not going to be standing at a rig for that long. If you're standing at a rig. There's a fine line between, you know, enjoying something and wanting to come back and do it again for a challenge and being just completely demoralized. And, you know, we've seen races struggle with that, you know, notion, you know, there is that fine line, you know, how hard of a beatdown are we going to give people that they're still going to want to come back? Right. Um, And you mentioned something that Battlefrog was the first to pioneer. And to my knowledge, I don't think I've seen another race attempt having dedicated elite lanes dedicated open lanes there at one point y'all split it up even with male and female lanes um so that's something that you guys are going to do again uh, it's something that we are formulating right now i, I don't want to go on record and say 100 percent, but i do like the idea of a uh, a harder and a difficult and there are a few smaller races i know there's one um everybody's favorite person in the world mike natale he always raves about this race in uh god i think Goliathon or something it's called. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The three different tiers of Goliathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. in New Most, Jersey, I think. Yes, yes. Um, so they do it. I mean, obviously, on a small level. I don't think anybody on a, on a larger level. But again, we're starting small. So right. we've got to get that across. We're, we're coming up with three races next year. Um, we're not going to be blowing the socks off. Um, 2021, if we get our everything perfect next year, if that's mm-hmm. possible in any industry. But, you know, we want to really get nail it down, get it perfect, and then get it out there. The team is crucial right now um, that we build the right team, and that's kind of part of my job. Um, Obviously, I've got Dean, Joyce, and I've got Alan um, helping me out with that. But everyone that we hire, um, I won't go into last last time. It was a little bit of like, oh, this is Jim's friend's cat and sister-in-law's. She Mm -hmm. did this. It's just, and then half the time, it's like, who's in charge of who, right? So now it's going to be very structured, much more tight. Mm-hmm. structure this is it the buck stops here this is the buck stops here blah, blah, blah. you know don't do that without this guy doing it so so yeah i'm putting the team together and um we want to get it um we want to get it perfect so yeah. what do you say to those people i mean i'm sure you've seen there is some skepticism and negativity being thrown out there oh, of um you know battle frog was wonderful when it was here but it was it was like the definition of here today gone tomorrow um you know everything seemed great and then all of a sudden they were gone and people were out of registrations and people had you know changed jobs and you know all kinds of hurt feelings out there so, you know, with the announcement of, of the people that are excited with this, of course, we're seeing some negativity. And what do you say to those people at this point? Um, and I, I haven't actually seen it. Obviously, my Facebook is my Facebook. So most people are fairly polite on there because I kind right. of, as most people have seen my Facebook, I diluted everything diversive off it and turned it yeah. into a, basically kids, races and dad jokes. Um, which is because I can't be bothered to argue about politics and all that shit with strangers I've never met. So right. I saved that for the house. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I get it. I, I know a lot of people were put out. I know Battlefrog pissed a lot of people off. I know they treated the staff poorly. 
um, a lot of them were, as you say, left hanging in the wind. That last race, mm -hmm. people moved, uh, changed careers, moved and all that. Um, again, it was a very corporate setup, um, and I certainly didn't like it. Um, and I'm glad I got out when I, I did. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, so for the people who we are talking, we had a big call yesterday, and I said, look, we're going to have a lot of people saying, I had a free race. I had this. I had, I had <laughs> I had that, which I get. I mean, you know, you've told you get something. Hard restart here. <laughs> right. So um, we are still trying to figure that one out because you know, we want to kind of go, you know, the Navy SEAL or the military ethos is like no, no one left behind. Um, right. we, that was what was thrown say, from our founders, the, the former Navy SEALs, or Navy SEALs, um, was how can we try and make something right without suddenly going in the hole for 30 grand of leftover debt? Obviously, you know, we have money, we have new investors, but we're not throwing around 50 million bucks like I think they went through it the last time in like right. three years. So yeah. um, we are working on something. It may be a case of, look, you know, we can't give you the money this, but we can give you some discounts on a race or some swag. So we are very aware of that. And we are looking at making it as right as we possibly can for people who can kind of you know, send us an email saying, hey, look, I was promised this. I didn't get a race transfer. So it's ongoing and we are going to try and handle it. I just set up a whole customer support system yesterday, which we'll be launching soon to handle just that. Okay. And then talking about access, have has there been, I, I haven't looked as far as signups yet. What kind of a price point are we looking at for, for races? Uh, right now um, we are obviously, you know, the way the races work and you guys know this, but not sure everybody does, you know, we stagger the prices. You, you sign up a year in advance. It's not the same price as signing up the day before. You know, the okay. price you get, you, we kind of uh, say, hey, sign up early, you get it for cheaper. And then it goes up slowly over time. <clears throat> um, so right now we are sitting for the for the Miami race, which will be launching in the next, I'm hoping the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, I just came on very literally a week and a half ago and I'm scrambling around with my team to get everything, you know, get it all done, get legal waivers signed, get bank accounts set up and all the fun stuff behind just selling a ticket. Mm -hmm. Um but right now we're looking at afternoon heats uh, around about 49 bucks. Okay. Uh, open morning heats, we're looking at 59. Um, and then we are going to do cash prizes for the elite or pro. I'm giving it a name yet. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't decided on what the prize money would be, but it'll be like an additional 20 bucks for elite access uh, okay. to go, go for the prize money. So, so yeah, and the BFX I think is at about 169 the BFX. I don't know what it was last time. That might change. Again, we've just brought David Moore back on, so I'll be having a separate call with him and the team to, uh, you know, figure out pricing with that. So, okay. additional questions. Um, yep. ah, there's so much here. Um, we remember there was when you when Battlefrog originally sold off, um, so many assets were diverted to other people from like, oh, let's, I remember one of the big kerfuffles was like when they sold the Facebook account to the guys that did urban trials and they got the Facebook page, they got to rename the page and like some of the email lists and stuff. It's so confusing. And then rigs ended up, you know, I think Adrian bought a rig and then the guys up with yeah, um, I think Heidi. Yeah. Um, Heidi's got a, way, a rig Heidi's in Florida. And so say, Heidi's got, got a wig. Like, what? I didn't know. <laughs> And then you've got even uh, Marco Bernard with uh, some of the, I think he's got some stuff up there from the Northman race. Scalfing, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so are you guys starting from complete scratch at this point with 
with, with equipment? equipment not complete scratch. We do have 60,000 jerry cans. We're good. <laughs> nice. we, have, we have a race. We're good. We're great. <laughs> we are good to go with the jerry cans. Good These to guys, go. Those were awful. <laughs> uh, no, so there, there's still a lot of stuff. I'll tell you what we do have, and we're trying to figure out how to utilize it. We can't use it on the course because it's very small, but it may become a, a festival activation. But we still have all this, all of the ESPN short course obstacles. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we're thinking of doing maybe some contests for those within festival as a, as a separate activation, some time trials and stuff. That's Man, been I'm not going to lie to you. That would be something I always think with that was so iconic to Battle Frog was their photos. You guys had the stage oh, photos. Yeah. Oh, the staging, stuff. yeah. Absolutely. Man, I don't know why more people don't do that. It was like always a line, you know, stand there with your ammo can and your, you know, bullets and your helmet and, you know, look cute. And Yeah, but yeah. if you set like a mini course or something in the festival area and took people jumping over like the ugly name or something, like, yeah. that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Everybody likes an action photo. For sure. Well, the, the, that obstacle, or sorry, the dirty name, um, yeah. is uh, that's one of the ones that I took out that they put back in after I left. The reason being, uh, much as I love obstacles that are challenging, the dirty name or the sternum checker, as we it's got, awful, is very dangerous. <laughs> Two is. thumbs down from a four foot ten girl. <laughs> Let yeah. me just say. Um, the problem with a sternum checker, this is me, my race director safety OSHA hat on, is you either do the obstacle correctly or you hit it wrong go back ass over tit and land on your head and break your neck or smash your head on the, the bar behind you so mm-hmm. key bars you do wrong you twist an ankle you can break a you know pop a knee but that's you know it's one of the reasons we don't do the the upside down thing i know people mocked oh spartan you can't go upside down on the bells now there's a logical and legal reason for that yeah that makes you, sense. Fall up, you fall upside down you die you fall the other way around you break your leg there's a big difference so yeah. Those kind of safety things are, are huge, and I actually stand by them. And that's one of the reasons that I will probably not, unless it's a very small version with massive safety stuff, probably not have the dirty name. All right. Garfield for president. You got my vote. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, so uh, another crazy question from me here, because I'm, I'm logistics and I think about race direction, and this is after not racing for a year now. <laughs> um, but, well, and we've done some locals, but whatever. Um, so one of the things I always talk to about Adrian about is failure rate of obstacles. And we hear like hard, but not impossible here. Um, which I think is cool. I think it's a great concept, especially because if you're doing that in a multi-lap format, man, that's a bitch. And it becomes just a hard way to, to navigate. Things have to adapt. Anyway, a great idea of. Adrian's kind of philosophy is, okay, a 30% failure rate is a pretty good, you know, margin, marginal window for people to be messing up on our obstacle. Is that something you're kind of wanting to follow, you think, here, as far as rig design? Well, I don't know about follow, but uh, Adrian and I had this conversation <laughs> in 2015 when I uh, was the RD for the um, 2015 OCL yep. World. Yep. Um, and actually, it was a conversation I brought to him about mm-hmm. failure rates, and I said uh, that should be the highest that we should go is 30 percent you don't want people just getting demoralized or backing up your obstacles apart from anything you know logistically so uh, yes i'm absolutely fine with that i would say we may even push for 20 percent failure rates for this particular at least in the open right it's still going to be hard don't make me don't get me wrong that this is going to be a walk in the park although it is literally a walk in the park um 
But um, yeah, it's going to be difficult. But uh, yeah, we're not trying to uh, just make it so that 60% of people lose their bands. Because again, it's logistically difficult for us to manage that many people. Right. Um, you know, we want people to get through. We want people to complete it as best they can and feel amazing at the finish line and get that medal and actually earn that medal. Um, you know what I mean? So. For sure. Awesome. I think okay. Battle Frog With Adrian did a on really that, I think good. 30% for a world championship event is, is, is good. I think 20% for a Joe Public event is good, personally. Okay. Okay, so at what point are you guys from Battle Frog the old King's Domain ground? We can <laughs> reset that up. Because that's, if, if we're talking, like, wish list items here, baby, just bring back King's Domain, because I miss it there. <laughs> God, that's possibly... Aside from, and this is the, again the race director and me talking. Aside from on-site parking, which close it was close, but aside from that, that's one of the best OCR venues. It just needed a, a doubt. needed a lake. That's why I put everyone in the river in 2015 because it mm -hmm. needed water. It took us a nightmarish amount of time to get permission to do that, but at 27 degrees, everyone seemed to like it. I'm about to say it was not. No, I did <laughs> not enjoy incredible. that river walk. <laughs> God, that, that river walk was miserable. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, just, just just so you know, like, you know, never make people do what you wouldn't do yourself. I was in there with my guys for about four hours trying to figure out how to mark that thing the day before. Oh, so my gosh. I, I feel your pain. I, I but, believe it. So I heard it. Uh, someone sent me a link the other day that it's been bought. Uh, Mud, Guts and Glory or Kings really? Domain. Purchased by housing development. I hope they don't. Oh, no. that is so no, no. sad. So I'm a bit gutted, but at least on the good side, they can destroy that sternum checker that you probably hated, Liv. Oh my gosh, uh, it's, it's falling down. It's gone. Yeah, it's already gone. I remember yeah, like I, a I year or two pictures. after the last world championship there, people took videos of it coming down because that was just the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we had so many medical calls to that thing. It was uh -huh. a bit insane. I believe it. It was terrible. It took my band. Oh, yeah. So yeah. what are See, you that, most that, that excited about? We didn't build that, just so you know. That was built by the venue. Yeah, it was, was already there. It was built by a 17-foot uh, person. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you most excited about with this new adventure? Um, having a job. <laughs> That's a nice <laughs> I'm sure that helps. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a little tough. Um, obviously, you know, um, with, uh, with Spartan kind of having to furlough everyone. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I totally get it. They had to do that. They gotta have a race for everyone to come back to next year, mm -hmm. um, and I just want to go on record and saying that they have been incredibly gracious in, um, you know, with me, and said, look, you know, Garfield, you got to do what you got to do. We appreciate it, you know, OCR United and all that. So um, I want to thank them for that, uh, especially Mike Morris, uh, who's been very, very cool about it, um, understanding I got to do what I got to do. Uh, that being said, I'm most excited. Ah, God, I mean, I'm just most excited to uh, see how people. Uh, react to the course because we're going to keep some of the, the classics I, we know what was big and we're going to i'm actually going to set up i was talking yesterday with some people about setting up a little uh kind of hive mind thing a little facebook private facebook group for people from various walks of the industry yes. just to get feedback uh, honest feedback i don't want uh, a lot of people saying oh it's the best uh yeah. you know i want people to say oh, that, that sucked that was stupid why did you do that you know so we're mm -hmm. setting that up maybe i'll uh, have you guys jump in but um yeah, absolutely a little yeah. customer yeah. service thing just so we can find out what was good and bad but yeah i'm just oh, i'm just happy to get back out there man i miss being on the ground doing my thing yeah, but yeah. i think this venue i just can't wait to get to this venue it's so gorgeous and to uh mm -hmm. the water create a whole new festival experience you know thanks to barton i have a 
a lot more experience now in the actual real logistics and the, the micro thinking mm -hmm. of how to make a festival flow and be mm -hmm. more user uh, friendly as opposed to like, uh, there's a tent, there's a shower, there's a shop, there's a toilet, get out, you know, that kind right. of thing. Yeah. So well, the just, addition of, of challenges and, and things to do within the festival. I mean, that's, yeah. And if we can get those ESPN obstacles, that would be, yeah, that would be. Yeah, absolutely. So right now in 2021, we have how many set races? Coach Payne. Oh, Coach Payne. Oh, Coach Payne. <laughs> One sec, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do this here. One second. One okay. Sec. Straight for it. Coach. Wait, Coach. Hey, Coach. Right. Uh, you're you're on uh, live. Well, not live. Sort of live with uh, Brociar. We're doing an interview. You want to say hello to everybody? We're doing a Battle Frog interview. Yeah, what's going on, bro? <laughs> hey, Coach Payne. <laughs> He's uh, all right, Coach. Let me give you a buzz back. I just have to 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 do this and uh, talk amazing things about you, and then we'll we'll talk. Sorry, guys. No, nope, oh, you're. Well, we'd definitely be remiss to mention. Yes. <laughs> One of the returning faces of battle is Coach Payne. Yeah, I, I had totally had him time to call in at that moment. Absolutely. Perfect. Segue. <laughs> that, was, that was totally meant to happen. <laughs> so Not Coach Payne basically, you know, blew up on the industry through Battle Frog. I think yes, that's where most people were introduced to him. So he's been around a lot of the industry, too. But do you know where uh, he came from? Originally? Uh-uh. So a um, friend of mine, Desiree, you know Desiree and Roxy? Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, the dog. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> um, she mentioned to me, she said, there's this guy. I was trying to find someone uh, for the start line to do this book. I said, there's this guy. He's on the uh, corn-fed Spartans, and he did one did one Spartan, and it just didn't go well. He just didn't go well with the script. Uh -huh. And I was like, all right, she said, you should check him out. So I literally, there's one YouTube video of him doing the Spartan thing. And he's just ad-libbing. And he said, if you can't, you know, if you can't do this, if you, well, I remember the line was something like, if you can't do this, put out a hand, grow another hand. And still, so it was some weird comment, but it was kind of like <laughs> inspirational. I mean, he's got something. He's got some fire, that boy. So, I, yeah, I called him oh, up. Okay, so you're the you're the talent agent for Coach Payne. Yeah, no. Yeah. So what? I brought him in. The first race we had a Mike Cordell. He did a great job. But then, you know, Coach Payne came in at the second race in Carolina's Adventure World. Mm -hmm. And just crushed it. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's the guy. That's absolutely. And then, obviously, I introduced him to Adrian. He did his world stuff. And, you know, mm -hmm. the rest is mini, mini OCR history. So, yeah. yes, Coach is back. Coach, awesome. Yeah, he was say. as iconic to, to Battle Frog as anything. Um, you know, he was definitely the one at the start line and leading the festival and, you know, bringing the challenges. And, you know, it's going to – it sounds like, you know, it, it's comforting that the gang is back. You know, it's it's – I've got optimism. I like it. You know, one of the things that while everything's been going down this year, um, I did 75 hard. And the first book that I read um, going through that was The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, which I, mm -hmm. I fully think anybody of our listeners should check that out. It's a great book. It's just a really good mantra and kind of things. But they talked about recessions and mm -hmm. how many of the best companies emerge during this mm -hmm. um and i just man i hope that for you guys in battle frog i just i really hope that success for this because this is what we all really need right now i feel mm -hmm. like is that breath of fresh air 
Yeah, and I think it's great for the industry. And I, you know, and I, and I'm doing this obviously. You know, I've got to put food on the table, but mm-hmm. you know, who knows me knows that I eat, sleep, and shit OCRs. I've been in yep. it for so long. I yep. just, I just love it. My passion is like effervescent. There you go. There's a word for the day. Um, it bubbles over uh, to the point of like hyperactivity. But um, so I'm so happy to be back in the industry and doing my thing um, again. So, oh, so go back. You, you mentioned the races. So right now we've got three races that we're planning. We're looking at probably just staying around the Miami area. Just to, we've kind of let's call this year, next year, a soft opening, if you okay. will. So we're going to do the beach. We want to get that one out of the way. That's going to be in the spring. Obviously, that's going to be all. We'll have our COVID plan in place. I know we've got vaccines coming and all that. Again, I don't get into all that. But hopefully yep. customer confidence, as you say about the, the recession thing. Customer confidence comes back and they want to race. Um, I think that's a great thing. Thankfully, um, through through Spartan, I'm fully versed on COVID stuff because of the Jackson mm-hmm. side. I know everything all the way through to rectal temperature testing. But um, <laughs> Say yeah, that, I tried that. The customers were not happy. That didn't work well on the survey monkey. Uh, thing, but, <laughs> well, not everyone. But we are. Anyway. <laughs> So um, when does registration open up for those that are just as soon as I get my shit together? Well, let's go. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm also there. I'm just kidding, but, but like I say, I kind of sprung it on the founders. They were like, okay, let's get going December first, and then we can the new warehouse January. And I was like, guys, I said, look, you know, just from experience, let's start yesterday because <laughs> right. there's a lot we have to do. And they were like, okay, go for it. So. Um, we're almost set up uh, for that. I just have to get the approval on that pricing I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the legals to sign off on the waiver because obviously you, you sign the waiver when you sign up. So even at this level, we're trying to go digital so we don't have to kill rainforests on race day. Uh, I'm trying to keep everything as digital as possible, but also okay. covering the company legally. Um, it, it should be any day. We were really trying to get it up for Black Friday, but it just it was just too much of a mountain to climb to get it to happen. Mm-hmm. So I would say about uh, I'm I'm confident 24 to 48 hours it should we should be live and trust me oh, we'll be making a big right. noise about it when we go live so you'll hear. Perfect. Well, we will definitely be sharing that and and promoting it for you guys and you know wish you guys nothing but success. God, I hope I'm there. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, well, come down. Like I say, next year we're just gonna try. We're gonna test the waters. We're gonna do the uh, we're gonna do two races: spring and uh, spring and winter or spring and fall. At uh, the Miami, uh, the, the the Virginia Key Beach Park, and then we're gonna try a big one um, just to test out the new stuff, um, which is a 15k. We'll probably go to Amelia for that one. Again, we are really just doing a soft opening just to get our feet wet um, and to make sure we've got everything as cohesive as possible. We're gonna walk long before we run, which was I think the mistake last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know everyone's going, oh, but what about Texas? What about Atlanta? What about we're coming? We are gonna get there. But it's uh, slowly, slowly catchy monkey, as they say. Oh, cool your jets, people. We want yeah, Battle Frog yeah. to be around, and we want them to succeed. They've got to start somewhere. So. Yeah, so we'll, we'll grow out of Florida. I mean, obviously, I've always, I've, I've, everyone's talking about Atlanta to me. Oh, when you come yes. in, you all at me. Yeah, Atlanta's obviously a, a logical next step because it's a great hub for everyone around the country to get to. So oh, yeah. um, that's in discussion right now as well. Um, if it's not this year, it'll be much next year as a, as a big one Car- i like the carolinas i'm a huge fan of races up there because the, the venues are so amazing mm-hmm. um you know so we'll we'll keep growing but we're just going to try these out we've got a couple of other things the kids race is back by the way the tadpole 0.5 yes the, uh bullfrog mile and another thing that we're throwing around is obviously you know uh 
everything about the course is meant to be rega- related to the Navy SEAL training <clears throat> without mm-hmm. basically killing people, so to speak. Um, right. I mean, physically, not not, not actually. <laughs> um, you know, the training is going to be tough. So we've done a course. It's tough, but doable. Um, but we're looking at doing some stuff based around. They have a thing called Hell Week. I don't know if you know much about the SEALs. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Week is exactly as it sounds. It's kind of the la- I think it might be the last week of training. They literally don't sleep for seven days, and they are just brutalized. Imagine, I don't know. Imagine Genghis Khan and the Marquis de Sade got together and uh, ran a hurricane heat. Uh huh. <laughs> it's kind of so. I'm kind of looking at a product that's based around a shortened version of Hell Week, uh, maybe five okay. hours. Um, not to be mistaken with the uh, the hurricane heat, but it's boot camp. You know, the military's been doing boot yeah. camps. Sure centuries so we're looking at that as a possible product for the uh for the the big official race um which would be miami uh i guess miami two uh in the fall we're looking at doing that and some and some other options as well we want to try and give people different options like you know like other races do it's just some people are not ready for the obstacles they might want to just do the trails they might want to just do a boot camp or might want to have a sandwich and just get drunk in the festival area that's good (laughs) all of the above well, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and, and share some information. And as things continue to grow, um, you know, we'll we'll be sure to share that and hopefully bring you back on after the first race and see how things go. Absolutely. We appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, just keep your eyes on BattlefrogX.com. Perfect. We'll and registration life. coming soon. Coming Absolutely. soon. Cheers, guys. Appreciate your time. Hey, Thank you so you. much, Garfield. Cheers. I cannot believe we have Coach Payne called in to. <laughs> I think that was on purpose. How like convenient was that? <laughs> well, and to tell to let everybody know how just freaking a madhouse this is right now. I'm I'm dropping the name. Matt Davis called was calling in at the end of this call just mm-hmm, to say mm-hmm. to talk to Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> I mean everybody wants a piece of the frog. It's but it's just it's gonna be man I'm just so intrigued to see what happens here I'm just it's, ah. it's what this community needs on so many levels I mean just well, and it's, just the excitement I again hype like this like we we need some more than that we need something to get excited about Leah absolutely like, and that's I think what we're all freaking craving right <laughs> no kidding well and just to rip know, our hands open. As things continue to develop and and we get more information and registration goes live you know we will share that with you guys. Um, but it'll be out you know, on channels. If you're new to the Battle Frog world, you definitely want to try it. If you're an OG, kind of on your way out, come back in and you know let's let's come back in and get a piece of the going. frog, baby. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, so. I'm so intrigued to see what happens here. Like yeah. this is just gonna be, this is gonna be interesting. We um, shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um. I still wanted to go to King's Domain, though. Like, I need to look this up now, Leah. Yeah, we need to figure out if it really is sold off to a housing community, because that will just crush my little OCR heart. That place is just so amazing, right? Next to Fort It's not like a good throw-of-houses area. Like, come on. I would not want to have a house back. No. (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, All right. 120 acres near Cincinnati, Ohio. Right here. There you go. It's a great venue. I think that about does it for this week. No, it week. doesn't, Leah. Shut your mouth. What else? Oh, community, community kudos. kudos. <laughs> You're right. Leah, You're right. Kudos. people give us. I know. Oh, did I lose you? you? People like their kudos. There you are. I'm yes, here, people here. like the kudos. 
All right. People want their kudos. kudos. Who you All got? Right. Oh, goodness. Let's see. Um, I am going to give my community kudos to the woman I mentioned earlier, um, to Crystal Hart, um, for just stepping out there. Um, not only did she go out on a limb and, you know, put out that GoFundMe for Ryan against his wishes, um, but she is also starting a really powerful movement of women, um, on, on Facebook, there's a new group, um, strong women. I can't remember the name of it. Um, women power or something like that. I, I got to double check. Um, but she's starting this community. We're starting with a book club starting today. Um, kind of all facilitated by Crystal. I think she's just doing great, great work in the sport right now. Fair enough. You? Fair enough. How about me? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give it out, you know, to Ryan. And like, mm-hmm. it's it's a nice heartfelt. Uh, see what I did there. Heartfelt, um, huh? Heartfelt community kudos. But no, Ryan. Like, uh, you know, I I know what it's like. I've seen what it's like and seen the passion that he puts through through these things. And I've mm-hmm. see, I I get it. I, even though I've never been there, it's just it just emanates from that guy. Mm-hmm. How much he wants to do this and how much he cares about that community. And I have no doubt. He's not well. He's not going anywhere in the community. Right. He's going to still be a huge part of the community, no matter what. And whether yeah. the HeartFit gym exists or the the HeartFit Flatliner Pro Team exists anymore or whatever, whatever things change and look into, Ryan is still going to be a huge part of this. And I want to, uh, Ryan, you're a great guy. And if there's any way I can help, let me know, man. Um, because I believe in you and what you build there. And I think it's I, that pretty much says it flat out. Um, yeah, we're, we're happy to help in any way, yep. shape or form. Absolutely. Um, Check in the show notes. We will include that link if you guys are interested. Absolutely. Um, Leah, anything else going on in the world? I think that's about it. Well, a few other little things I'm going to drop here. We talked about Vanga's amazing Black Friday, Cyber Monday, um, December ween gift exchange deals going on. <laughs> right. Um, but also I had some people message me the other day about, um, shoes, Mm-hmm. Leah. And um, everybody knows I'm a Salmon guy. You're an ultra girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to give all of our listeners a heads up. They are still having a really good sale right now on Spartan. If you are in the mood for some new ultras or mm-hmm. the the crafts currently yeah. 60% off on everything on there right now, you can get a pair of those uh, ultra King MT 2.0s for like 54 bucks. Fantastic now, deal. Those are normally like $120 shoes. Yeah, that's a really, really good deal. I've got like five friends that have bought them now because they, they love them. Um, and like I said, and also right now, Selming's got a great deal for 25% off their shoes um, with multiple different Cyber Mondays. Guys, there, there's some really good stuff out there. Also, um, Darn Tough Socks are for sale on this this discount thing, and those are also freaking incredible. Another great company. <laughs> there you go. So I guess that's all we've got this week. Leah, should we put this out today? I think so. I think people are going to be excited to hear this. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, until next week, guys, if you guys want to drop a review, give us a heads up, want to hear somebody on the podcast, let us know. We're always happy to talk. Um, But until next week, I'm Jacob Bosecker. And I'm Leah Hensley. We will catch you on the course. Peace, guys.
This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.